This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, presented by McConnell Automotive on Sports Radio 105.5 FM, online at WNSP.com, and on the WNSP app. The Dew Sweepers is also brought to you by the Taylor Martino Rowan Law Firm, Stokely Garden Express, Taco Mama, and Strixon Cleveland Golf. Now, stepping up to the tee, here's Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. Good morning, everybody, and welcome into the Dew Sweepers. I'm your host, Tony Ruggiero, once again here on the Dew Sweeper and the Tour Coach Lesson T here on WNSP on the Saturday morning. Uh, a little rainy and cold earlier in the week, but uh, we're heading into Thanksgiving week. So, first of all, first and foremost, hope everybody has some time off this week and you get the opportunity to enjoy uh, your family, your friends. We've got lots to be thankful for. And also uh, get to sneak out there and enjoy some golf, whether it be at the trail at uh, Magnolia Grove or Lakewood or Steelwood or the Country Club of Mobile or Azalea City, wherever it is you're playing, or the Preserve, which is, by the way, in fantastic shape make sure you uh get out and play some golf this week enjoy the holiday and i once again we've been doing this a long long dang time helping folks play better at the game of golf here on the radio on podcasts obviously on the lesson t and uh for a long time and i i still get a kick out of putting this out for you every saturday mornings and uh i am extremely thankful for all of you who listen who support the the radio the podcast, uh, our teaching, our content, all of that stuff. Those folks that come to our that come to our retreats or for private lessons, come see us here at Dew Sweeper Downtown. I'm extremely thankful for you. It's been an unbelievable ride these twenty something years. We're still going strong, going to keep chugging, and going to keep trying to change the way the game is taught and played here in the Mobile in the South Alabama area. So I appreciate every one of you. I'm thankful for you. Thankful. Uh, also thankful for Clint, uh, who takes such a good job of putting the podcast and the radio show out. So uh, couldn't have a better guy to produce this and be part of this, and we're appreciative of all of you. I'm also uh, – we got a, we got a really good one on tap for you today. As you know, uh, we've been putting out the Tour Coach podcast. We're coming up on our 200th episode. So uh, if you like what you hear, you can go to wherever – Wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple, uh, whether it's Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, all those different mediums, uh, and just type in Tour Coach, and there's almost 200 of them. I think the next one or the next one's going to be our 200th uh, dropping of the Tour Coach. And they are interviews, they're conversations, they're guests. From all around my travel in the world of uh, in my world of teaching, from here in my studio in Mobile, Alabama, down to Old Palm and the folks that uh, down there in Palm Beach Gardens, to out on tour and to the players that I run into on the PGA, LPGA, and Live Tours, Epson Tour, all of that, um, just really, really uh, cool conversations. Uh, that all designed to give you an insight and go behind the scenes inside the ropes and how you can how you can learn from the best of the best and how you can improve your game and play better golf and this week is is uh is a is a dandy and it's from a retreat a week ago down at old palm uh, we had some students of all different skill levels and uh i mean we just we we had uh 
we had a good one. We had uh, we had Dr. Greg Carton. We had Coop Donald Coop Cooper, who's a longtime caddy on the PGA Tour, won a major, won a U.S. Open with Lucas Glover, one of our good friends, and he's always part of part of our retreats. You had Mark Hackett, uh, director of instruction at Old Palm Golf Magazine, top 100 teacher, and uh, you also had Will McFadden. Uh, student of mine, longtime student of mine from the Country Club of Mobile. I'd recently uh, played at Troy, recently turned professional, picked up his first win. Will was down there doing some prep and some work for a tournament this weekend, but also uh, kind of helped us and pitched in. And so this week's this week's version of the Tour Coach is a roundtable discussion, and it's really about and geared towards our conversations are geared towards how do you take your golf course from the – your golf game, rather, from the range – to the golf course. So many folks come in. I had one the other day. Heck, I mean, I do good when I'm with you and on the range and taking a lesson. But when I leave and then after a bit and I go to the golf course, it's not as good. So this whole conversation is really geared between the five of us is really geared to improving performance on the course. And how do you take the work that you're doing in your lessons and on the range to the golf course? Uh, So I think you're going to like it. And if you like what you hear, just go to wherever you get your podcasts and type in the tour coach. Uh, some very, very good conversations and content, especially if you're a golf nerd, a golf geek out there, and uh, you know you just want to play better golf. And so, uh, before we kind of jump into more help for your golf game, we got to pay a few bills here, uh, and it is we want to first of all, obviously, point out. They're the best in the business, but we're also very thankful for them, and that is Taylor, Martino, and Rowan. I say this every week, but they're the dew sweepers of the legal profession. They're the top 50. They're the Butch Harmon of the of the legal profession. They've got the most wins. They've had the most success. They've got the best experts. They've got the most knowledge. They're everything you need when it comes to getting an attorney, and I hope that you don't need one. Chances are somebody listening to me driving around today is probably thinking they need to get a lawyer, and you want to get Ed Rowan. My buddy Ed Rowan, you call him at 433-3131. That's 433-3131. They're the best in the business, and he takes it personal. He's passionate about it. He believes in it. He cares. Uh, he's who you got to get. Taylor Martino Rowan, my boy Ed Rowan, 433-3131. 31. We also want to give a special shout out to Stokely's Garden Express right there at the loop on government. And look, it's holiday time. Obviously, we're not doing stuff as much in the yard and outside, although it's great, you know, porch time, you know, football watching and stuff the fall, winter when it's not cold. But man, they have a brand new shipment of amazing flowers and foliage for the holiday season. They've got every, a brand new shipment. It's unbelievable. Stokely's Midtown Garden Express, 461 6434. That's 461 6434. Stokely's Garden Express. New shipment, lots of flowers to make your house uh, look beautiful, smell great for the holiday season. So, especially appreciative of Blaine Stokely, Stokely's Midtown Garden Express. Now, time to jump into the Shrick's on. Cleveland Golf Tip of the Week. We've been doing the Shrick's on Cleveland Golf Tip of the Week for quite a long time now. I think it's right around 18 years, 19 years, maybe almost 20. Uh, I've been got to be 20. I've been a Shrick's on staffer for 20 years now. Um, anyways, 
the tip of the week is how to take a golf lesson, and I'm going to go over five things here for you. Uh, this occurred to me with a lesson the other day up at Montgomery Country Club. Um, look, so many folks, they want to get better, and they come take lessons, but I don't know that they prepare or they think ahead in terms of how to get the most out of their golf lessons. I'm going to go through five things for you. First, get there early. I know it's tough, but don't have a 1 o'clock lesson and show up at 105. You're shortchanging yourself. You're going to be rushed. You're not going to get the most out of it. You're, you're not going to get what you're paying for. Okay, so that's one. Get there early. Two, warm up. Get there 15, 20 minutes early. Be able to hit a few wedges. Be able to stretch. Do a few things. Get your body ready so when the bell goes off, you're ready to go. You're ready to perform. That's what this is. So we're helping you perform. Three, this goes back to you hear it all the time. You hear us talk about HJ and you hear Wayne and I talk about our mentors when he's on the show. Um, you got to show up with an empty cup. And that means is show up with empty your preconceived notions and your ideas of what you're doing wrong out of the cup, right? Don't go in and don't go into the lesson and spend the first five to 10 minutes telling the teacher everything you know about the golf swing and what you think is wrong. Okay, you're there to learn. You're hiring an expert. Okay, so go in there with an empty cup. Empty out your preconceived notions. Four, communicate. If you stand there the whole hour and you don't say a word and you don't get any, give any feedback, it's hard for the teacher to help you, and it's hard for you to get the information. You've got to communicate your goals. You've got to communicate any physical aspects, where you're tight, surgeries you've had, limitations, those types of things. Communicate how much time you've got to work on something. Communicate things you've done in the past that worked, things you've done in the past that didn't work. How much time do you have to work on it? The more information the two of you share, the better the golf lesson, the better you're going to get. And lastly, before you're done, take notes. Write them down in your phone. Write them down on a piece of paper and go over them with your instructor If you follow those five keys, you'll get more out of your golf lesson and you'll become a better player. That, my friends, is the Shrixon Cleveland Golf Tip of the Week. Like I said, been doing that for 20 years. Appreciate Shrixon Cleveland Golf. Happy Thanksgiving week to everybody. We've got a fantastic roundtable conversation from the Tour Coach Podcast. Find the Tour Coach wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, uh, Apple, Google Play. And if you want to watch something really cool, go check out ProWork my video content series on my YouTube channel. Just type in pro work on YouTube or type in the do sweepers. You'll find us and you'll find help for your game. I'll be right back with a round table discussion and helping you play better golf. Happy Thanksgiving. Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero, and you're listening to the Tour Coach Podcast here on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. And it's brought to you like it is each and every week with our friends at Taylor Martino and Rowan and Stokely's Garden Express there at the Loop on Government. And look, if you like the tour coach and you like what you're hearing in our roundtable discussion, you can find more of it wherever you get your podcasts. So check out the tour coach and check out Pro Work also, our video content series on YouTube. Type in Pro Work. So listen up and get better at golf. 
So first of all, watch it, watch it there. oh yeah, I don't want to spill that. <laughs> first of all, I want to thank Hack um, for the opportunity. Hack and I have been friends for a long time, and we've taught it together and known each other for a long time. A little over a year ago, I was sitting at his bar, and he hatched the idea to let me come be part of the staff here and teach with him. And it's been one of the coolest things I've ever had the opportunity to be around, uh, to have you know to be able to teach with other great teachers and bring guests in and the members been awesome it's been phenomenal to be part of this to get to know richard and lynn and dan and everybody and the staff's been awesome so hack thanks so much for doing that um just real quick greg and coop and i worked together we've worked together for a long time we all got fired together too so uh so that shows you how good we're doing uh, but uh, anyways uh doc is a mental performance coach on the PGA Tour, he also, I found out the other day, is doing hockey. Yep. I don't know how you do that. but uh, And Coop, longtime caddy on the PGA Tour, obviously won a major. Uh, so I thought it'd be cool to kind of just talk to everybody a little bit about uh, one of the things I think that we get as teachers all the time is people say they hit it good on the range, but then they don't. Like, they'll, they'll, they'll say to us all the time, like, well, I hit it good in your lesson, but then it didn't work worth the damn on the golf course. Yes, it doesn't transfer through the tunnel, right? Right. Right. So, kind of, let's start a little bit and just start with that, and then I think the way these things work best is if everybody just asks questions because we've heard ourselves talk before, right? Yes. Yes. Right. So let's let's start start with that, Doc. Yeah, I think there's two simple answers. Uh, One is uh, the range is not the course, meaning. Coop will attest to this. Tony will attest to this. Tour players don't hit it as well on the golf course as they do on the range. It's not the same thing. But the expectation is that once you finish a really solid range session, that uh, it's going to translate and you get out there and maybe for a shot or two it feels okay and then it goes sideways and then it's, oh, man, now what do I do? I've just been hitting it great and I still can't succeed on the golf course. Well, they're two different things. The second piece to that is uh, how many of you play, when you're hitting shots on the range, try to replicate what you do on the golf course? If you raise your hand and say yes, then you might be lying or you might be advanced. <laughs> right. 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 So golf, well. strangely, <laughs> is tra- we train in repetition, but on the golf course, you never hit the same shot twice. Right? And that's another simple rule of thumb when you're practicing. If you want to do as best you can to replicate uh, why, why are we holding these, are these, no, these are they're not. recording oh sorry, uh, just, sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, get with the program the, I lost my train of thought um, that means you'd have had to have one most people just don't practice the same way we play so it definitely feels different on the golf course than it does in the range and we don't practice the same way we hit shot after shot after shot it feels great but we don't hit one shot at a time, which is how golf is played. So there's two components to getting good at golf. One is uh, skill acquisition, developing skill, and that comes from repetition. And two is playing golf. And they're two completely different things. There's plenty of people who don't have a lot of skill that know how to play golf really well. But it doesn't work the other way. You could hit the ball great on the range and never play golf well. So those are two different reasons why things are different. And I, I was going to ask Coop this question because he's seen it more than I have. But, like, I think people people think that if they hit it bad on the range before they go play that it's necessarily going to be a bad day. 
right? Or they also have the other, like how many times have somebody, how many times did you, when you were caddying for Lucas, did he stripe it on the range but the not hit? The rounds I ever caddied were terrible warm-up sessions because the expectation is low. But, yes, you find that a lot with pros. They'll have a terrible warm-up session. And I think a range should be divided in half because it's for warming up for a round and for practice. Before a round, we're not practicing. We're just wanting to get loose. And guys start practicing before rounds, and I just think that's not good. Practicing. Go as far as saying you're better off hitting balls into a net right? prior just to no, just no, to warm up exactly. your body. You're just warming up. Than judging what you're doing on the range before a, a lot of pros even, they judge their range shots oh, yeah. and carry it to the course. And golf, it's a hard sport to carry. It's hard to take it from there to the tee. And I just, you know, pros are pros because they have to deal with it. You guys don't have to. You can leave. It takes more dedication for you. You know, I mean, it really does because you stay out here and you try to get better. But that is where you get better, but not before you're around. Who were the best you practicers you ever were around? Glasson was the best. At Augusta, he would take not a name I expected to come out. Take his shoes off, get a water hose, wet the grass, and grip the grass with his toes. And it's perfectly flat at Augusta, and the first shot you hit. After your tee shot, you're on an upslope, side slope. So you're like, hmm, hadn't hit this one all week. <laughs> so they fool you there, getting the range so flat and perfect. And then so he would practice like he was going to play. wet grass barefoot. Yeah. Which he was an odd duck, but yeah. I yeah, but that's, that that's a good example of trying to replicate what you do on the golf course. And then there's a practice hole left of the range there that you can go hit shots with variance and, and lie. But... I think a lot of stuff on the range is a, it's a waste of time. Uh, if you're not getting more. anything from it, good or bad, you know, mm-hmm. there needs to be there has to be feedback. Mm-hmm. Any questions from anybody on why they struggle with going from the range to the golf course? You're making the assumption that they do. Maybe they don't. Maybe these guys don't. Yeah, maybe That's they right. they haven't figured out. We what? should ask them that first. Does anybody here ever struggle on the <laughs> golf course? I mean, right, it, there you go. That's usually. <laughs> I mean. I would have thought we'd have more people show up if, if, if <laughs> maybe that's why, maybe that's why they, they don't. Why are they so perfectly flat? Yeah. yeah. Right. Question? If you're struggling, how do you, on the golf course, what's the best way to try to right the ship? So when you're struggling on the golf course, Doc, what's the best way to right the ship? The best way, in these, Tony often jokes with me that people pay me to tell them to do nothing, and this is the greatest example. When you're struggling... Do nothing. Because what happens is when you attempt to fix something that most likely isn't broken, you're creating a problem. There's an old saying, uh, most of our problems come from trying to uh, fix problems. And And golf is the greatest example. Oftentimes, you know when something's wrong. But during a round, it's probably not the time when if things go sideways all of a sudden, the skill is still in there. And the more we dig in and try to fix the farther away we get from what we're supposed to do. So this is, but this is also the hardest thing to do is when we're struggling is to do nothing, to keep playing. People raise their judgment level when it comes to this game. This game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone judges themselves based on this game and their performance. And other people that watch you do things, they're going to judge you too. you got them watching you, so there's always pressure. Yeah. Learning how to deal with those things. Coop, from all your years out there, what are some of the best – players and the ways you saw people because like you've seen you've been with plenty of guys that kind of the wheels come off not going very good like 
what what did, what did you see that worked or the people that did that like when it would come off? Just the, the one thing that sticks out in my mind is Lucas that pebble would play in Monterey Peninsula Country Club, and he started to get the yips, and he's Holding playing close. really good really story. good. He's playing really good, and he hits it in a bunker on one of our final holes, and walking up to the bunker, I saw a little nervousness, and I'm like, "What's going on?" You know, he hits it out of the bunker. And we five put, and he's shaking and crying. He's crying. His mom's there. His father-in-law and several people are watching us. And I go up to him. I said, "Lucas, what's wrong, buddy?" He goes, "I just five putted." I said, "Yep." And nobody walked off and left. They're gonna watch you for ten putt. <coughs> They're supporting you. We all support you. We believe in you. And the man six putted, parred the next two, made the cut. Next day, shot six under on pebble finished fifth in the tournament and just not quitting. He didn't, but did thing. he do it? Did he change his putter? Did he change his stance? He did kept you? doing what he yeah. was doing. And that's a hard thing to do. It's hard to do, but he, you got to believe that you can correct yourself. Yeah. Switching and going back and forth does nothing for that. you got to stick to a plan and let it work. But I've watched other guys, too, struggle with uh, Jimmy Walker with chipping. Yeah. You know, it's, he's a professional, and you see can't chip. What do you mean you can't chip? And then you watch him. He's like, hey, he can't chip. <laughs> how did he forget how to chip? And like, I always think when a pro gets driver yips, it happens. Yeah, it how happens. to do that? It's the biggest face in the club, you know, in the bag. But I've seen it happen, so I know it's true and it's real. And fighting these demons is tough. It really is. It'll make you run away from this game. And that been defeated then so never let it this game here can't beat you not one of you guys it can't beat you enjoy it try to get better and if you don't hey you try you try your best this is tony ruggiero and you're listening to the tour coach podcast on the dew sweepers golf show here on wnsp radio right here downtown mobile if you like what you're hearing there's almost 200 others of these discussions out there that i have with people from all over and around the world of golf and golf instruction all you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast and type in the tour coach. We'll be right back with more help for your golf game. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show, live on 105.5 FM and WNSP.com. Keep it in the fairway with Golf Digest Top 50 and Golf Magazine Top 100 instructor, Tony Ruggiero. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero, and you're listening to the Tour Coach Podcast here on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. And it's brought to you like it is each and every week with our friends at Taylor Martino and Rowan and Stokely's. Garden Express there at the loop on government. And look, if you like the tour coach and you like what you're hearing in our roundtable discussion, you can find more of it wherever you get your podcasts. So check out the tour coach and check out pro work. Also our video content series on YouTube type in pro work. So listen up and get better at golf. Coop, that message. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Keep going. No, go ahead. I, I just want to touch on that quickly because when I, uh, give talks to groups of people everyone assumes that tour pros or the best people in the world are different i'll never be that good or i'll never be able to feel that way because they do things differently and i always say 
if I talk to 50 of you people and 50 tour pros and they all, you all submitted an anonymous question of things you struggle with, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference who it was from. All the same. They struggle with the same, same stuff. Thing. Yes. And it's, it can be comforting, I think, in a way to know that there's nothing wrong with us in terms of how we approach the game mentally um, because we're not as good as the people that play professionally. With John we, we're, dealt with that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it, he handled it. it and be, if you're a human being, you're not immune from any of that stuff. And I think it's, it should be comforting to know that this is, the th- this is part of golf. It's a crazy... Silly game that beats us down. I got fired after 21 years of working for a man (laughs) because I was told I'd never be fired, which doesn't make him a bad. He needed somebody he could depend on, and my knees were gone, so he couldn't depend on me. But he, the man, he just won two events in a row, so that should show you guys that. I mean, there was times when I thought he would not play any more golf. It was that bad. He couldn't make a two-footer. We had a putt. In Greensboro for what 58 with the yips. The man had a putt for 58 with the yips. He shot 61. Right. <laughs> That's impressive. Yes. Just in itself. And I was just always impressed with him. And I'm happy for the guy too. But he never gives up. Just don't give up. Can't give up. In anything. You can't quit. Question. So not that I would like to hear more about the five putt, but I really don't ever want to hear it. Yeah, it's probably not a good putt. story to no, share. No, no. No. <laughs> Um, since that's in my experience, um, I have like multiple swing thoughts at every shot. And so, thoughts about how do you simplify what you're thinking about when you stand over the So, um, you must have heard somewhere that you have, that having five swing thoughts is bad. Or, or more, or more, <laughs> or more than one. You've probably heard that. Bad. Right, that's bad. So, <laughs> but you. Uh, as a human, can only think about one thing at a time, right? And process it. And, and process it at one time. So we've been told for so long, oh, you, you have to eliminate swing thoughts. You have to show up with either one thing or nothing. Well, if it were that easy, I wouldn't have a job. And there's no shortage of business in my world, yes, for this reason. We can't control, you can't control the fact that you have five swing thoughts. So in that moment, the um, skill or the activity becomes I'm aware I'm having all these swing thoughts and what I'm thinking doesn't matter, right? Until I think it does. Meaning what you're probably doing is judging yourself. I shouldn't be thinking all these things. Good players don't do that. They have one swing thought or they have no swing thoughts. I can't do that. No no one can. can Nobody can. So that's where you start with that. You're dead. Right, so you invite those thoughts. You're aware okay of those thoughts. It's okay to have 26 swing thoughts. Yeah. As long as when you Probably pull the club back. paid for this kind of advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is also, if you ask anybody here, the hardest thing to do. Right? And as long as you're aware of the fact that you're doing that, and then when it's time to pull the club back, you have an intention in terms of what you see and what you want to do, and you let it go. And, I found that and that's as good as you can do. Passionate. It's not just you go and play golf. We care. We want to do good. Yeah. And we want, I want people that watch me to go, damn, that guy can play. That's why I watch Will all the time, because he plays golf. And I enjoy watching him play golf. But it doesn't mean that I won't go play with him because he'll beat me by 20. I'll still play with him. He's not going to judge me. we got to understand that. 
This game's tough. It's hard to do. Look at this. Doc told me something once. There's been one thing you said that's just one. But uh, was that, you know, I focus on with students. They had you do the same. Like, we help try to help you figure out whatever it is that we're working on. It could be a variety of things, right? What it feels like to you. And then when you play, try to make your swing feel that way. Like, whatever it is, if it's, you know, and, and then I learned something as a teacher once. We were, you may not even remember this, but we were teaching a. Just once. We were te- I was teaching a kid, and or a young guy, and I, I said, outside, and outside, it was cold, yep. and uh, I said, well, what's this feel like? And the kid said something, and I go, no, because I thought like that isn't what I'm trying to get you to do. And Doc goes, now wait a minute, you don't know what it feels like okay. to him. If he says it feels like pizza, yeah. he said pizza. And I was like, that's <laughs> odd. He must be hungry. But uh, anyways, but like you know, it's like whatever it feels like to you. And so I feel like as teachers, our job is to help you figure out whatever it is, right? Whatever your good thing that we're trying to get you to do feels like. And then if we can help you, like one of the things I think is the greatest thing of all time are these practice holes. Because you can go from a lesson and we can walk you out there where there's trees and there's water and so forth and get you to try to make it feel the same way on the golf course where it counts. But talk a little bit about what that, I mean, because I thought that was one of your more brilliant moments. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. But that, that's the idea. In all of you, I assume, if you're getting better, you're taking lessons. Um, every once in a while, talk to your instructor about, um, a- ask them that question, what are you trying to get me to do? And then get in that position and see if you can actually feel in your body where you feel it, whether it's in your hips or your ribs or your neck. And then instead of going to the golf course with all these positional thoughts, you go out there with a feel that you want to try to replicate. It's, it, it's how you simplify. And it's really how you take what you learn to the golf course. Because it's much easier to try to replicate a feel than replicate the 16 things you learned in your lesson in terms of positions and all. And that's, this is where the thoughts come from, right? They're not bad, and they're also normal. That's how you're going to think. When you go out there and start playing, your body is going to go to where it's comfortable. Right. It's not going to let you hurt yourself. And that's usually the wrong thing to do. So we're fighting, in a sense, two different things. You know? Yeah. I know I can't play golf because I can't turn. So you guys are young, and y'all can play golf. Take advantage of these <laughs> stretching and these guys that make your body limber. You know, because I can't even get, I can't do this. And it's because I didn't grow up with, uh, you know, having somebody there to help me stretch. I didn't even know you stretched at all. I woke up, brushed my teeth, and went and played and flipped, you know, whatever. (laughs) And that's how I went about it. And looking back, if I'd have taken it a little more serious, I probably could have been better. Because I took it so just casual. And with the stretching, guys, I think that's a huge thing. Hell yeah. Because golf is about being able to move to, to turn and, and watch Rotary Neiman sport. watch Neiman hit the ball what's his name Joaquin El Presidente El Pre- watch that kid hit the ball that's a lesson in itself because he's got he's elastic I mean literally his back's to it and it's unreal but I used to watch him he, he would hit on the range and I'd get caught up in watching him because it's just so limber but to me, the key to playing this game a long time is keeping your muscles flexible. Just take advantage of these guys, the, the physical things. Any more questions? These have been good. 
Well, I know you got to have one more. I think that as a new golfer, the mistake that I made, I'm actually asking for a friend, but... <laughs> asking for a friend. The mistake that he made was just spending too much time on the range, not enough time out on the course. Yeah, so I think so as a new golfer, is it better to spend, you know, guys spend too much time on the range? I think all golfers do that. Yeah, if his goal is to be a better golfer, then it's time wasted on the range. If you enjoy, he enjoys hitting golf balls, right. have at it. Yeah, some guys relax. Have at it. I love going to hit balls. I love going to the putting green with three balls and putting for an hour. It doesn't make me better, but I like doing it. So there's two ways to, to go about it. Yeah. Practicing for different reasons. Yeah. That's more, as much relaxation yeah. as it is getting Look, we all play to enjoy it, right? It's, there's so many things to enjoy about it. Who wants to be miserable, right? So those are ways to, that you can enjoy it more. And, and a lot of my work is no longer about let's play better and then we'll be happy. It's let's be happy and then we'll actually play better. Exactly. Not, not the other way around. So, I agree with that. I think there's a big correlation with that all the way up. I think even for tour. I was going to say. I think. I mean, I think the tour players that I've been around are miserable. Yes. 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 Miserable. Because yeah. they think they won't be happy until they achieve something. It's like, how miserable would you be if you were a roofer? <laughs> <laughs> you're a millionaire that does nothing really. I mean, you're just a miserable person. That's what it is. They'd never be. It's like, man, if you were roofing, you'd be terrible. See why I hang out with him? It's, it's a constant entertainment. It's like, why are you miserable? Right. But I, to me, the guys that play the best the longest are, are enjoy the happy. Like, I mean, yeah. like you could talk about you've been around Tiger a bunch, right? A bunch. And obviously, you know, but. Different example. But no, but you know what? He enjoys, he enjoys trying to get better. No, no. Oh, yeah. He enjoys it. He enjoys it. He enjoys getting better. Loves it. Does he not? He loves it. He enjoys watching people mm. get better. He no, that's loves true. golf. Yeah. Tiger Woods loves golf. Yeah. Everything about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he enjoys it. He enjoys getting better, trying to get better. One year I was lazy at a tour event. It was in a One time. Tampa. One time. I didn't book a hotel, you know. I'm like, ah, I'll just get a hotel. The Tiger enters the tournament late. Like that week, and it's announced two days. That was I, the year on the before range. I got to go. I moment. stayed 45 miles from the course. That's how much influence he has on golf, and, that, and he loves it, and he should get that kind of recognition because that man's done more for golf than Jack and yeah. Gary and the other one, Arnie, Arnie, put together. I think. Not that they didn't do great things, but he has moved the game. And, uh, we're blessed to have this game. I think. This is Tony Ruggiero, and you're listening to the Tour Coach Podcast on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show here on WNSB Radio, right here downtown Mobile. If you like what you're hearing, there's almost 200 others of these discussions out there that I have with people from all over and around the world of golf and golf instruction. All you got to do is go to wherever you get your podcast and type in the Tour Coach. We'll be right back with more help for your golf game. Watch that backswing and keep it out of the rough. This is the Dew Sweepers Golf Show on WNSP, presented by McConnell Automotive. Once again, your host, Tony Ruggiero. Hi, this is Tony Ruggiero, and you're listening to the Tour Coach Podcast here on the Dew Sweepers Golf Show. And it's brought to you like it is each and every week with our friends at Taylor Martino and Rowan and Stokely's 
Garden Express there at the Loop on Government. And look, if you like the tour coach and you like what you're hearing in our roundtable discussion, you can find more of it wherever you get your podcasts. So check out the tour coach and check out Pro Work also, our video content series on YouTube. Type in Pro Work. So listen up and get better at golf. Questions? More questions? We can ask anything. I just uh, It's funny that you were talking about this because yesterday I was playing and, and the caddy said, oh, just you know, get your 90-yard club. So I did. And it actually was great. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, we, we go on to the next one and then get up there again. It's like, yeah, do the same thing, the same 90-yard club. Of course, that one goes not the same as the one before. So I said, ah, AI Heather didn't show up today. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. so that, that was the thing. If I was that robot or that, you know, AI person, I could just be like, yes, 90-yard club. Yep. He's the same every so, time. So great. That's not yeah, that's a great question. Could, Caddy told her to do the same thing that she's yeah. done the last hole. Why, why not, Doc? Why can't you do that? You, well, sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. If it were that easy. Right. Then I'd be again, We'd all be, this not, golf would be different. Right. And it, it's the challenge that there's a, another quote that uh, we derive satisfaction from achievement with struggle. And that this is what that's that's what golf is, right? We we derive satisfaction from this game because it's hard, not because it's easy. So you're going to hit plenty of shots like that. Sorry, it's just it's just part of the game. Yeah, and I don't know you from a hole in the wall. You're going to hit plenty of shots like that. Good and bad. See what a yeah. positive influence he is. <laughs> you get paid to do this? No. Yes. yes. Not very well. Yes. I've got his check in my bag. Yeah, laugh about it. Did laugh right, about right. it. Yeah. Shake it off. Yeah, Absolutely. but it's that's it's a reality. Thing. It's expectation management that that brings people more enjoyment. Is you, you manage your expectations? The game's hard. I told a tour player today on the phone. I said, like, hey, didn't play great, but shot even. And I said, hey, like, three months ago you shot even, like you were happy, like you should be, you should now be excited, not. right? Like, it shows you're getting better, better, you know. And she's like, well, yeah, kind of. That's a good point, right? Thank you. You know, sometimes understanding that just because you start playing good doesn't mean it's going to last forever and you're not going to have a bad have a bad day. It's not all or nothing. It's a process. Guys, I've got a question for you too. Uh, oh, great! Kind of on that. On that topic, right? <laughs> so we, we teach a lot of variety of students, right? And I would say that people either come and take lessons because there's a comfort range that they have to their game, right? And they gravitate towards the high end of that range, and they want to get better, and it brings them back down to the low end of that range. And that's fine, right? You can bounce back and forth between your good days and your bad days. But how do you get the range to move? Right? What are you, some of the what how are some of the habits? the range between your good and bad so yeah. that you're better? Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to start this from the golf swing thing. I think, I think, and Coop, you could say this, you could probably vouch for this too, that I think the more attention you pay – to things like your setup and the fine details that are not very fun to pay attention to. Three things. Like your aim, your ball position, posture, posture. grip, and alignment. Right. The more attention you pay to those, I think your tone as far as alignment moves moves up. Because I think we talked about this, I don't know if it was yesterday or what, but uh, Dan, you were there like, people may, sometimes we'll see you on the range and you've, we we're walking up and down there on opening day, and I saw somebody, and they made a pretty good swing, and they hit a worse shot than the one before, and they kind of dropped their club, and they 
shook their head, and I was just standing there having to watch both shots. And the difference was the guy was aimed 35 yards right of where he was the shot before. I mean, the golf swing was exactly the same. You're born a good aimer or a bad aimer. The best aimer in golf is Lee Westwood. You will never see him back off a shot, ever. He's the best aimer. Best aimer. He does not have a dominant eye. Really? He does not. I've We're talked with him about this. He does not. His eyes are neutral. We are, when we got a dominant eye, that's not good because we take over. Aiming, I think that aiming is the biggest thing in golf. See what it's happens when you wrong. get in We keep going. I'm a terrible aimer. How do you aim. get your eyes fixed yet? I just got an eye doctor. We not have an eye surgeon in here. There's got to be someone in here. Not anybody here can fix your eyes. Club like this. Aiming is, is a part of golf people never talk about. So it's, like, it's, it's best to... Uh, when you're practicing using a stick. I would say a yeah, first practice practice part of it. For part of it. Yeah. Yeah. So should and you always practice The other part should yet. be like you're hitting shots on the golf course where you don't have a stick. But aiming is yes. Aiming is Locking, a, not going to hit a good shot. I've been teaching me for 17 years and he goes, well, that's son of a dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so I do the same thing day. every year I come to see you. And your aiming habits generally don't change. If you're a right aimer or a left aimer, the ball gets too far back, whatever, it generally doesn't change. But to Dan's question, I think from a golf swing perspective, paying attention to that's the most important. So for you, from the mental perspective, how do you push to where like your range from like your good score to your bad score? Expectation management. So you're not so afraid to shoot bad scores, and you're not playing to avoid a bad score, and you're just playing. Like you, you expect that. Where so your we all are. Expectations create this. Correct. So why do your expectations? And, and the less we up? fight, the bad rounds or the big it moves sw- that swings. Gap. Yeah. Okay. There, What's the best setup for if you have an aiming problem? That's the thing. See, that's a great question because when we were working with Lucas, he was not playing well, and I started noticing his body. He's a push drawer, so it's an odd aiming thing. His body has to be left of the target, but his club face has to be right up. And that's hard to do. We would You've got to be mentally that. strong to do that because a lot of times it calls for starting the ball over pond. And you've got to trust it's drawing back. And, you know, we fought it and fought it. And we were at Pebble one time. He missed a cut in the U.S. Open. And he was out to make our life miserable. So we're on the range on Saturday. This is 40 story. degrees. Blowing 20, 5 or 30, Pebble. rainy. And we're on the range. And he's machine gunning these balls. <laughs> machine just hitting balls. You can see why we all None of them draw. Fired. None of them draw. Can't draw it. Can't draw it. So, and Tony steps in and goes, slow down, stop. Hit a three wood. Perfect draw. Hit a six iron. Perfect draw. Hit a driver. Cut. It's your driver. And that's when he started getting better. Because they will put an excuse on their mistakes in a heartbeat. That's what we do. But he had a driver that wasn't what he normally played. So we switched that shirt. And it just that. about ruined the man. He thought that he couldn't play golf anymore. And it was as simple as something had gone wrong in the shaft. Maybe the shaft was worn out. But it was very simple, and that was a great answer that day. It gave us plenty of time to go to the park. Because <laughs> I guarantee you he wanted us there till dark. Oh, we were going to say. We were going to say. It's our equipment? No, with him I did. 
but I would use that. I don't think you can, but I would use that. I always play with longer clubs. These aren't mine. And then Tony built me a set, so I can't use that anymore. Which I got better. You did get better. Right. Yeah. I did. So what I learned tonight is I should quit. No, no, <laughs> never, no, never quit. Never quit. But enjoy it more. Do you have, do you have any, any, I do. I, I any more questions? Do you have any money left? Don't quit. Yes, ma'am. I'm sure you okay. do. So I've been told for about 10 years, I've got great potential. And I have yet to live up to my potential. <laughs> <laughs> you got great potential, but you've been told. I hate the potential word. Boy, that yeah. potential word, because I, I think people it. think put expectations on it. Um, what does I, potential mean? Yeah, what, well, what, is, what does that mean to you? What, or what does it mean to them? What does potential mean? I don't even know what that means. Well, meaning you have probably a lot of ability you could and, be good. and you're not living up to your ability. That's what potential is. That's what I sort of think. Why do they say that to you? Do you know? Because you have a good swing or you hit it well in the range. My scoring, yeah. Right. Your scoring's not as good as it should be. But that's not a thing in golf. Because there's plenty of people who have good swings and hit the ball great who don't know how to play golf yet. Right? I'm not saying that's you. They're just telling you. But there's two different things. Way better than or they're yeah. or they're just because they don't swing like you do. I don't understand why. And I, if I had the talent that you did, I'd be good. But that's not true either. I would. I'd just ignore them. And the the second part is you can't control what other people say. I would. Yeah. I'd walk away. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? I've got potential. You do too. <laughs> No, it's a good question. (laughs) I potentially don't like you. (laughs) I mean, that's a rude thing to say to somebody. It is. Anybody here? Has anybody here told her she has potential? (laughs) Yeah, right. Nobody said that. We know what you mean. Every human being has potential. (laughs) That's what people say. Might might be time to get a boat. Yeah, I, I think I potentially. Think, I think when you when people tell you that, I think your focus ought to be. You should always, if you can, at the end of the year, if you've gotten a little better at one part of your game, it means then you've hope. gotten better, right. and eventually you're going to get there. It means there's kind hope. Of, right. Don't put quit. something halfway serious to that comment. Yeah, and they're, they're actually probably don't trying to be nice. They are. Yeah, it's a compliment. Yes. To keep doing what you're doing. And if you don't live up to your potential, they'll go on with their lives and be just fine. They'll come up to you one day and go, you have no potential. <laughs> We're never happy. They always doing stuff to make us unhappy. Do we have another question? Do we have another question? Any more no questions? More. We wore them out. Hey, Warmed up. I just think this is, I mean, I mean, I've never seen a club that cares their members like this club. I mean, this is awesome. Where you can just talk about it casually and get a little something from it. That much, you know? That's all we need is to make the day positive. You know, and we've had a good day. I think this is awesome. Yeah, it's just a good thing. Thanks, Coop, really Doc, as always. Dan, thanks for letting us do this and be part of this. And uh, Hack, awesome. you're the best as always. And thank you all for enjoying this. Hopefully, you got something out of it. And Thank you. Think we could put one more drink on Dan's tab before we get out of here? <laughs> what do you think? Oh yes. Yeah, I think yeah, on everybody ought to do that. <laughs> I'm right like last you. time. <laughs> it worked last you time I was here. Thank you guys. Thank you. You've got potential. This is Tony Ruggiero, and you've been listening to the Tour Coach Podcast here on WNSP and the Dew Sweepers Radio Show here in Mobile, Alabama. If you like what you hear, like I've been saying. 
Just go to wherever you get your podcasts and type in Tour Coach. There's some 200 others of these conversations that I've had. Uh, happy Thanksgiving week to everybody. Appreciate Clint, all he does here putting the show out. And special thanks to our sponsors. McConnell Automotive, we couldn't do this without Mitch McConnell and the folks at McConnell. They've been doing it with us for a long time. Stokely's Midtown Garden Express, Taylor Martino and Rowan, Shrixon Golf, Vineyard Vines, and Bushnell Golf. Please support us and support our sponsors. And we'll be back next week with more help for your golf game.